Nietzsche saw the Ubermensch. What if the Ubermensch were real, and not theoretical beings from an uncertain future, but actual beings from the distant past? Beings with names like Anu, Enki, and Viracocha. And Nietzsche was, in fact, a visionary, not a prophet of the future, but a seer of the past. For any of you who may have chosen to listen to this episode, despite being uncertain of the title's meaning, here's a quick primer. Friedrich Nietzsche was a German author and philosopher. He conceived of a time in which God would die and humans would move beyond God, becoming gods themselves, individuals of fortitude and resolve and might. Perhaps just one human would break through, but perhaps several or many would rise. This may be a good place to note that Hitler's Nazi party did employ the term Ubermensch in its propaganda. This has nothing to do with that, okay? The Nazis twisted the term and the entire ideal to suit their own brand of madness. Nietzsche's actual work differed. Nietzsche described the Ubermensch as the meaning of the earth. If you disagree with me, I ask your pardon, but when I look at megalithic architecture, I certainly think that the builders were expressing the meaning of the earth as they saw it. Take a look, and I mean this, pause the podcast if you need to. Take a look at the ruins of Tiwanaku. Pay particular attention to the ruins of Pumapunku. Okay, look at several pictures of the Great Pyramid from different angles and try to find pics which give you the impression that you can feel the pyramid's mass. Okay, they're out there. And look at pics of the whole Giza Plateau, right? And take a look at some pics of Baalbek. Spend some time. Can you say that if there was ever a time in which architects and builders were trying to express the meaning of the earth, it was not during the megalithic age? Those people were making a point to themselves, to each other, to you and me, and to the universe. They were trying to explain things. I would certainly like to know the meaning of the symbology on the structure which we call the Gate of the Sun at Pumapunku. I suspect that it's revelatory, declarative, and instructive. I think that it may instruct people in the method by which to rise and become greater. Of course, it, it may just say, buy your tickets here, right? But I don't think so. And tickets to what? As far as the courtyard at Pumapunku, with the faces representing the various ethnicities of Pangea... Well, that just seems like a pretty ubermenshi undertaking, doesn't it? We will catalog humanity in this spot and make of the catalog a public monument. I mean, if these were actual beings or people, consider what they accomplished. They built the aforementioned sites and many others. Each site has a grandiose nature almost like something trying to exceed its own limits. 
Ancient Ones as Ubermensch. Miracocha. This being <laughs> was said to be involved in Immaculate Conception and to have called down, caused, or created the Great Flood. Miracocha was known as the bringer of light. Now, is that literal or figurative? Did this being illuminate the world with energized particles or with knowledge? Okay, for an Ubermensch would bring knowledge, yes. And there is ancient reference to the technical skills of Wiracocha. Perhaps Wiracocha engineered the Great Flood. That, friends, is exceeding human potential. And Wiracocha would certainly have built. Okay, we may be looking at the actual results in South America. Perhaps Wiracocha brought forth knowledge and physical light to the people. Maybe even a physical light which allowed the megalithic builders to create their fantastic interiors without leaving smoke marks on the walls. Anu and Enki could bestow immortality. And you know who could build the ancient megalithic structures and sites around the world? Imagine if civilizations of immortals had thousands of years to work on those structures under the guidance of Ubermensch with the involvement of countless individuals who knew the construction beginning to end because they were immortal. Of course, where are those civilizations and individuals now, right? Perhaps they live among us within the bounds of a secret society or as direct marketers. The Anunnaki possessed the authority to pass judgment on people and essentially controlled the human race, maybe except for the other Ubermensch and the people under their control, right? They taught people to use the plow. Think of that. They introduced the plow. That may have been the first technology. And from the plow, we went on to feed the planet. That's sort of like initial terraforming, right? The Anunnaki eventually brought astronomy and other advanced mathematics. If that doesn't sound like the Ubermensch guiding mankind, then, I mean, just enjoy the popcorn. The contribution of the Anunnaki to the megalithic building wave may have been a large percentage of the workforce, as well as particular sciences, tools, and mathematical forms. Anu and Enki are said to have created mankind, but to me the story reads almost a little bit more like, um, like recreating mankind, as in, did the Ubermensch cause or witness and also survive the fall of humankind, and did they help to rebuild it? There is no doubt that certain ancient civilizations rose up creating myriad monuments, temples, civic buildings, and artistic structures across the landmass of the earth, and among those great civilizations were individuals like flagships leading the masses. These individuals had truly special abilities, as well as complex scientific insight, 
They built a world. Nietzsche saw the Ubermensch.